Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, November 30th. This is Andrew Thien with the news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Over the past 20 years, the average age of people becoming parents in Oregon increased dramatically, and that age range skews even older for Portland parents. That's according to an Oregonian analysis of state records from the Oregon Health Authority. In 2000, 34% of people having babies in Oregon were 30 or older. As of 2020, that percentage soared to 52%. The trend is even higher for Portland parents. As of 2020, 62% of people having babies were 30 years or older, up from 41% in 2000. The Oregonian and Oregon Live interviewed a number of parents and found a variety of reasons they decided to push parenthood into the late 30s. Many millennials entered the workforce right as the 2008 financial crash occurred and they didn't have jobs or reliable income while also saddled with student loan debt. Others had infertility issues or chose to travel or push parenthood until later in life deliberately. Check out the full story at OregonLive.com data. Coronavirus cases plunged 25% in Oregon in the past week, marking the fourth consecutive week of declines in the state. The Oregon Health Authority recorded 4,276 cases in the past week, down 25% from the previous week. That figure includes 2,598 cases announced on Monday for the previous five days, which included the Thanksgiving holiday. Oregon is now averaging 611 cases per day in the past week. That's about a quarter of the caseload seen during the summer peak. Cases are down 12 of the past 13 weeks. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Monday said all fully vaccinated American adults, quote, should get booster shots against COVID-19 amid concerns over the new variant, Omicron, discovered last week. While much is unknown about the variant, health officials are concerned its mutations could allow it to more easily spread or bypass the vaccines. Portland is expected to pay $125,000 to settle an excessive force lawsuit filed by a man who was struck in the head by a flashbang grenade fired by police officers in August 2018. Aaron Cantu had accused police of firing the flashbangs into a passive crowd at a protest along the waterfront. Protesters had gathered to oppose the right-wing group Patriot Prayer. Cantu said he suffered a traumatic brain injury when the projectile struck him and penetrated his helmet. Former police chief Danielle Outlaw ultimately ended the use of flashbangs after Cantu's injury. The city council will vote to approve the settlement on Wednesday. A sea lion nicknamed Tiffany spent Thanksgiving evening roaming the streets of Lincoln City after coming ashore via the Siletz River. But Tiffany wasn't the first pinniped to make waves on the Oregon coast. On March 24, 1933, a large and, quote, battle-scarred sea lion came ashore about a month north of where Tiffany made friends last week. Back in the 1930s, though, the sea lion was captured and forced to pose in pictures. It was dragged to the center of town where men built a pen and displayed the animal over the weekend. Townsfolk nicknamed the animal Joe the Sea Lion, but Joe had their revenge. Joe broke free from the pen each night and roamed the streets. 
One historical document speaks of Joe scaling picket fences and winding up in somebody's house or on their front porch, taking care not to crush flower pots or gardens. Each morning, locals would round up the sea lion and take it back to the pen, where crowds of people had begun to gather. Today, visitors to Nelscott Beach in Lincoln City can find a bronze statue of Joe the sea lion at the beach access point on Southwest 35th Street. It was dedicated in 2014. There, a plaque tells the story of Joe and the popular local legend of how their reign in Lincoln City ended. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.